it's Beth Ann. What's up? I'm Ayla. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. So today we are going to launch a brand new segment, very excited, called Series Sundays. Welcome to Series Sundays. So on Series Sundays, it's a little bit of a different format. We're going to be talking about one series all the way through, chock full of spoilers. So if you have not watched the series that we're talking about, you definitely want to click out and come back or maybe just spoil it for yourself so that you, you know, are prepared for all of the feelings that you're going to feel, which is particularly appropriate for this first series Sundays because it was my intro to feeling all the BL feels. Today we're talking about I told Sunset about you. Oh, woohoo. It's so good. Okay, we're going to start with the mydramalist.com synopsis and then get right into it. So on my drama list, it says Tay and OAO are best friends until a boyhood line of reasoning turned them into rivals. Years later, as they're preparing for university admissions, both pursuing interests in the field of communication arts, the two meet in a Chinese language class. Their reunion awakens complicated and unstable feelings. Unstable. So- that is such an appropriate word. Oh, <laughs> and we have Bilkin playing Tay and PP Crit as OAO. Yes. Now let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. It's a okay. So when I first watched this series, it was I was on my own in BL world. Ayla had not joined me yet, and I just sat in my room crying my eyes out, just feeling all the feelings that these yeah, boys were going. Through. I mean, so honestly, there, I think part of the reason that I told Sunset about you is so good is because it. It's hard to be mad at one side or the other in the conflict. Right. You know, not that they're fighting with each other, but like in the the main conflict of the storyline, because I think that you can see it from, or not that you can see it from both of their point of views, but you empathize with both of them. You understand what they're going through, especially if you yourself are in college or a little older, because it's this beautiful coming of age story. Mm. And it, like, I feel like everyone connects on it on th- this very deep level of like trying to figure yourself out, trying to figure out who you like, what you like, you know, coming to terms with something that maybe you didn't think you were going to have to. And so it's just, oh, uh, it's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching, honestly. It's so, good. it's so relatable for sure. And it's, of course, like beautifully shot and it's, it's a break away from your typical BL that you see from Thailand. And so I think that like I had just gone through so many BLs leading up to It's A. And so when I found It's A and it was so, so different and it's like only five episodes, which is like heartbreaking. So short. <laughs> it's heartbreaking. Uh, and I really loved Call Me By Your Name. I love the books. I love the movie. And so it definitely had that feeling, like the moodiness, the like figuring things out. But like the two characters are figuring out two very different things for the most part. And so, yeah, I. Yeah, I think the first thing that struck me about it when I first started watching it, like first episode in was how beautifully it shot. So if you're like an art nerd, like film buff, 
like just generally love media, like I think you and I both do. Yeah. It's honestly, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful series to watch. I think that's like one of the first things that struck me. And I have now become just like such a crazy fangirl for <laughs> the filmographer. Like I think Tong is just like a genius. He's the director of photography and producer on It Says. I think that's his like official title. Um, and truly a genius among men. Like I think that the way that It's a is shot is just overwhelmingly beautiful and then the fact that it's set out of bangkok which is not typical for the entire series to be set outside of bangkok right so Mm -hmm. typically with the thai vls sometimes there's some travel involved they go to a beach in fact they almost always go to a beach but um it's a is set in phuket So it's this different city, even like all of the city scenes are different. And it's got if if you're from the US or, you know, Western countries like Canada, places like that, it's got almost this like rural feel to it. um, If you you know, if you watch that kind of media and it's just it's so different and it's so beautiful. And I think that's what struck me about it. Just like in the first episode, um, as a reminder, there are spoilers, so I'm going to get into some details right now. So the first episode, they're little kids. Um, you see their sort of the, – the reason that they bonded, right? They both love this, like, action star, which I think is just so pure. Um, and so you see them bonding, and you get to watch – Oh, kind of outshine Te when it comes to the little play that their class puts on and then like Te can't handle it and then they're not friends anymore. It's very dramatic. It's like very little kiddish. I love it. But even that scene at the end when they sort when they run out of the school because Oh has outshined Te and Te is really mad about it. And they're just like arguing in front of this the shrine, right? Um gorgeous. It's a beautifully shot for what it is and it just blew my mind and I was hooked and you know and then they grew up and you flash over and then we get into kind of the like I would say the first fun part is you meet Bilkin (laughs) and getting to know Bilkin throughout it's a is such a magical experience in that you see him and you're like this boy's kind of plain looking. <laughs> like you're like I, you're like. Am I gonna? I is this story on him? The hand? first watching of it, especially because he's going through and he's like talking about his life and he's talking about all this stuff, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna be invested in this character. I'm gonna be invested in Tay. I'm gonna be invested in Bilkin. And then they get to the language school, and you just see Pee. He's <laughs> sitting in that chair. He's sitting at that desk. He's wearing the like. Um, the moto bomber jacket, the red like satin one. They've got like the hair. He is like PP is so striking when you see him. And so I feel like, and it's such a great parallel to the show because he, when they just stand next to each other, PP just outshines Bilkin because he's ethereal. He like PP is this ethereal being, but Bilkin is special, man. (laughs) Yeah. It's so it's so good. Yeah, when you meet the characters to start with, you're like I feel like they give you a good background and then when you meet them in adulthood, you're like, "Oh, there's like some like real depth 
to these two boys and their angst and their whatever. And so it's it's fun to see that it's not about their relationship yet. It's more so about like who they are as people. And, yes, love that. And this back and forth of trying to almost like be the cool one or like be the yes yes the the cool one yeah the one that gets into university the one that gets to do all this stuff and uh, now that we're at the point in the series talking about them being grown-ups I think I really want to talk about what's interesting about this um, or one of the more interesting points for me about it's a is the colors that come into it because the color theory actually plays like a very important part in this series, just like the filmography does, which I think is what kind of like drew me in. And so Tay is, has been chasing after this girl, his whole, like they set it up for you. He's been chasing after this girl for his whole sort of like teenage years And she's like, I can't deal with you until I get into university. Like, that's more important. Like, you can chase after me. Solid girl. But she's like, I just can't deal with you. Like, she's like, you can sit next to me while I draw. She's an artist. That's what she's trying to go to school for. And she's like, you can sit next to me. You can bother me. Like, I like you, but I can't deal with the thought of, like, going out with you until I get into university, which, like, rad. More power to you, girl. Um, And so – there's a moment in the show. And so if you watch the show, um, I didn't catch this on my first watch. I caught I caught it towards the end, but I didn't catch it in the beginning. Mm. Pee-pee is always red. Kind of like how I just talked about on his first, like the first time you see him as a grown-up in the show, he's wearing this red satin bomber jacket. This is yeah. such a rad jacket, by the way. Um, <laughs> the fashion. <laughs> the styling, yes. So um, so PP is always red. PP is represented by the color red. Bilkin is represented by the color blue. He is typically wearing blue at all times or surrounded by blue, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the girl, there's a scene where <laughs> it feels weird to talk about this, but where <laughs> Bil- Bilkin's character, Te, sees down her shirt and it's like a whole thing. And um, she's, wearing this bra with purple flowers and so this girl comes to be represented by the color purple which i think is very very interesting um especially if you consider the fact that like blue and red together make purple um and so there's a moment toward when when tay is coming to terms with who it is he loves and like why he loves them. And is he into guys? Um, Like what does, what do his feelings for O mean? And he's having a color in this picture and he has to pick between red and purple, like what color to color this flower. And this is the very end. So we have skipped around and like he chooses. And just the fact that the colors are so important, I think is just such a cool aspect to the story. I love it so much. Yeah. There's so much depth in the show. That I think there's like something for everyone because you like we have very different viewing experiences of a lot of things. And so for me, I just want to see like beautiful things and fun stories and emotion and all these things. Whereas, like, you're maybe looking more for the depth of it all and, like, connecting. Okay, but I have beef. I have beef with you on this one because you did 
not prepare me for what was coming in this show that is a beautiful and it does have its fun moments when they're like frolicking on the beach as as all of these boys do i realized recently all the series like there is a frolic on the beach moment oh yeah there's like all these connecting things with bl like the underwater kiss became a big thing and yeah frolic okay we're gonna get to that because my beef with you (laughs) on this is that you didn't prepare me for the lingerie scene and it just like my heart felt like it was coming there were so many moments in it's a that just i mean i empathized with both sides and it that's why this show is so crazy to me because you know, typically you you watch a couple in a show and you're like, you're being stupid. Like, you need to get your stuff together. Yeah. You need to figure it out. Yeah. In this case, it's like as much as Tay, who's Bilkin's character, was being stupid, at the same time he wasn't because he was – it was this – he's coming – he's trying to figure out what's going on with him. So you empathize with him. You feel right. bad for him. You aren't – you can't be mad at him. It's his childhood best friend that, like – he had this like beef with for forever. So like he how thought he world, hated like, this person. Yeah. Like how in the world then do you go like do a 180 and all of a sudden you're like in love with this boy. And you go from like being into girls to realizing, well, maybe I'm not just into girls. I, like right. I get it. I empathize with him, but this lingerie scene, I felt like I was dying truly like it is emotionally traumatizing because it was this situation where it was like you couldn't even be mad at at tay for making oh feel that way but at the same time you just your heart broke for this kid who like he was trying so hard to just be this thing that he thought this boy he loved wanted right right and he was he wanted to be that thing and it, it wasn't him and it's just, God, it's heart wrenching. And like when he puts it on and he's like looking in the mirror and you can see, he's like, you like, and mad respect to PB crit on this one for the acting because, Oh my God, I, I was sobbing. And I still think about that scene sometimes. And it just, God, you want to like jump into the screen and just tell him like, it's not you. You're not the problem. You're not, you didn't do anything wrong by like not being a girl. Right. right. And that's what was so traumatizing to me that this is a real thing that happens. Yeah. And it's those are real feelings to everybody. We've all been there where like you meet this person that you like and they don't necessarily like you back or they're having a hard time really like coming to terms with their feelings and you're trying to be the person that they want or they're telling you that they want. I mean like man, when I was in like high school or college, like I definitely remember having conversations with these like boys that I was friends with that I'm like, why not me? Like how many times have you like been in a situation where you're like you know, why not me? Or why, why can't I, why can't this be easy? Like we both have feelings for each other, but we're both grappling with. Well, and just, I think it's like on a more basic level, it's like, why can't I be the, the perfect thing that you want? And it's like, that's not a problem with you. That's a problem with the, like 
the other person, right? Like right. Tay was going through something completely different that didn't right. on some level, it did have to do with the fact that, Oh, is not a girl, but it, it wasn't exactly about that. And that was on him that in no way was, so it just, God, it was heart wrenching. And I, I still to this day, I'm like triggered by that scene. I, sometimes it'll just pop into my head and I am emotionally traumatized all over again. That's not even the only emotionally traumatizing moment. I think that was my most traumatizing well, moment. And you know what's awesome is like watching the behind the scenes where they ask like Bilkin and PB what their favorite moment of season one was. And for Bilkin, it was that that red bra scene. I think it's because Bilkin's like a, like an acting nerd. I don't know. I haven't watched this video. Is it because he's like PP just plays it so well? I think so. I think he like, he just admired where he got with that whole, like what you can communicate with literally no dialogue and just like this complete emotional vulnerability too, because he like posts it online and is like, Doing his best to be like, I can I can try to be what you I want. I can be this thing you want. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. <laughs> so okay. Good. So is that your favorite emotionally traumatizing scene from It's A or do you have a different one? Uh, I think actually it's where Bilkin can like goes to the girl when he's finally realizing that he's gonna pursue these feelings for PP, and he goes to the girl because she's already pretty much figured out like this that there's something going on and she's not the one he's gonna pick and their conversation where she's like I love you and I care about you but you don't feel the same way like her telling him how she or her telling him what she thinks he feels like I have been there. I like, yeah, that's rough over and over where it's like, I'm not what you want. And I have to be okay with that because you're not okay with that. Well, and you feel for her too, because you're like, it's not her fault. She didn't do anything wrong. And she's not, which is actually a breath of fresh air because in a lot of cases, BLs love to paint the like evil girlfriend or evil ex-girlfriend and, and female characters in some of these series have a tendency to be sort of like typecast as this, like as the evil. Right. Right. So like, you know, it, not always. There are some series that handle female characters very, very well. Do a great job with them. It's a is one of them, but it, so it's refreshing, but it makes you feel for her because it, you know, like you feel bad for her because you understand what she's going for going through, but also she's given this moment, that character, she's mad. She's upset. Yeah. It hurt her feelings. And the storyline gives her the space to right. be mad and to have her feelings hurt. But she can't put it on on Tay's But she doesn't put it on Tay's character. Yeah. She doesn't. She does a good job of it's being like, so my feelings are hurt and I need to stay away from you because I thought we were a thing and now we're not. And that sucks, dude, because oh. it does. And then, she, like, so she's given that space and then he's also given the space to, like, appropriately feel bad because 
and again, it's not that he did anything wrong. It's that he, this character is so humanized and right. is like a human being. And you feel bad when you hurt someone else's feelings. And he does. And so then um, at the end, them coming back together and like being friends, right. I think is such a nice moment because that comes right after my like runner up emotionally traumatizing scene right after the lingerie scene is the scene in Tay's room when they're like studying or whatever um, because they they have to learn Chinese. So they're studying and there's the like the the groping like feeling up like dry humping. There's that situation that happens and I mean essentially the what they imply is that there was like it, it was essentially like they were having sex without having sex, right? Right, right, right. And then, oh, PB's character goes to kiss Tay, Bilkin's character, and like he gets shut down, right? And so it's this like ho- like a heart wrenching moment where it's like like you want me but you don't want me. Like what? Like what? What about me makes it so that I'm not a human to you, right? I'm not a person. And, like, God, it's emotional. That scene is emotionally traumatizing. It's Right. Because it's the the lead up to the bra whole situation. Right. It's the lead up to that situation. The boobs in this show. It's kind of funny (laughs) when you think about it. Like, that's, like, the one defining characteristic that they use for, like, women, yeah. In this show, right? Like the girl's bra and when they're like riding on the ca- the car through town and he's like, I've never touched boobs and like all these things. Yeah. But, but so after that scene happens, that was kind of the like breaking point of, oh, like PB's character being like, right. okay, dude, like put up or shut up. Like we got to figure something out. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, And then there's a, a subsequent blow up. There's just like multiple moments where there are fights. And then essentially Tay is all alone and he's already burned this bridge with this girl who was like right. one, his other best friend. Right. And he's just like alone. He's lonely in his room. And so what I like about when she comes back and they like sort of become friends again and mend fences is that that moment happens in the same spot in his room and I think that that's just like really circular and nice. And it's like a nice storytelling yeah. element that like that is that setting was the place for like so many different feelings in, in different ways. And it was a, a place where like things were broken apart and fences were mended. Right. And so I just thought it was really nice that like when they came back together, that's where it happened. Right. The show is so good. good. I love the group of friends. Just like. Okay. We need to talk about the friends because justice for Bass is all I'm going to say. That's all I can say. This boy, Bass. How are like school boys so emotionally mature? He loved. Oh, so PB's character has this side relationship with this boy named Bass. And he and Baz is just like so into PP and he's like, or uh, you know, uh oh, yeah. and he ends up like getting to date him, which is like a whole thing. And also, similarly to Bilkin or to Tay's situation with his friend, the girl, 
O and Baz have a situation where like initially O is into Baz. Like he's like, do you think he likes me? Do you think we're going to go out? And then they go out and they're together. And then O has to be put in the situation where he's like, listen, dude, like I, I have to pursue this with Tay. Right. And Baz is so perfect about it. He's just like, okay. He's like, I understand you and I care about you. So I'm okay with this. Lord have mercy. Justice reminds me because he's just like left on the side, literally left on the side of the road. And he's just like a nice boy about it. And then later when they have their fight about the college admissions situation, He's, like, helpful. He, like, is trying to help them, like, talk to each other and be buds again. Like, it's wild. It's so good. It's so good. I hope there's justice for him in season two. Justice for Baz. I, (gasps) I, yeah, I need him to just, I need him to have all the good things. I think the thing, too, that I really love about what they did with Itse is that you get a really developed behind the scenes documentary because I love that kind of stuff. So it's fun to see uh, these actors get to where they are and how they develop these characters and just to see the, the, the acting coaches help them along and all that kind of stuff. It's so good. Okay. So let's start to wrap up talking about the show because I want to talk about the music. Yes. Yeah, I I agree. I, I the music is what's so interesting. So we've talked about all of the like upsetting parts of the yeah. show, but let's talk about like a good moment. Let's end. Let's wrap up okay. talking about the actual story with what's your favorite good moment or funny moment? I have I have a uh, an unconventional one. I think. Okay. So- So one of my favorite like heartwarming moments is when Tay and O are sitting at the like their like point, like that destination where they're like uh, where they've like run to this place and where they're singing the song to each other. This ties in with music as well. But uh, PB's character is singing the song and and Bilkin's character is translating it for him. And I think as English speakers – who are consuming foreign language uh, media. And a lot of times it's not subbed. So for them to be able to communicate like this feeling from this song, just this moment of like, uh, O is singing it, Tay is translating it. And it's just like, there's again, the show, they say so much without any dialogue. And it is like, Props to these two actors for being able to communicate this like huge amount of emotion without saying it. Okay, that is a heartwarming moment. And it's shocking to me because normally I'm the one with all the feelings. Um, And so it's shocking to me that mine is actually like low-key mean. Um, But I don't – said with love. I will preface this by saying with love. Um, My favorite moment in the show is literally anytime Bilkin cries. He is such a rough on-screen crier. And like, I don't even blame him. I'm awful on screen. Like, 
And if I had to cry on screen, like, I'm a horribly ugly Well, crier, and he also has, feels- like, a medical condition that, like, causes him to, like, lose consciousness. And he crazy. just, like, honestly, he is the ugliest crier. And he is beautiful, truly, like, Bill Kim. I, I love him. And he's beautiful. And he's talented. And he can sing. And he's wonderful. But... <laughs> But he just like when he cries, you're like it it's you so it distracting. Yeah. It's so distracting that like yeah, it makes me laugh. And sometimes this happens to me. I'll be watching a BL and somebody will start crying and I just laugh at them. And so I think honestly, it's nice for me because apparently that's the part that just like gets me in this one. <laughs> it, like it's a nice escape for me to like not be crying. Yeah, <laughs> He's just true. like laughing because yeah, it does take you out of it. I guess like first watch, which is why like you can't get on board with Bilkin upon first watch is that like He's an ugly crier. It's awful. <laughs> Poor like, boy. He is wonderful and talented and beautiful and yeah. like rough. It, magazine cover star. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill I love him. I love him. And it's wonderful. And I wouldn't have it any other way. If he was a beautiful crier, maybe it like, it probably wouldn't even be as good. So hundred yeah, percent. So yeah. Oh, the show is so good. I could talk about it for days. But I yeah, know. so let's let's wrap up with the music. Uh, if you haven't listened to the soundtrack, you definitely should. I have listened to Can't Translate like a thousand times. Like Bill King. I, that song, it's so good. And honestly, I, yeah, the whole soundtrack is so strong. And I, what I like about it is the music is actually a very, very important part of the show, right. which is super cool because I feel like Bilkin's whole gig, like after the BL situation is done for him, is mm-hmm. music. Like I truly, like I get that feeling yeah. that for Bilkin, his focus is music. And so I really love this for him, that the music plays such an important part in the show and just like in general surrounding like the It's a World Right. Um, yeah, the music is so good. And quite frankly, the music, it like Bilkin singing is what gets you on board for Bilkin. There was this out of series content. It was like the two of them appeared on a variety show. Right. And like PB came out. Right. And so they both walk on stage and um, it was something Jenny was hosting and they both walk out on stage and as per usual, Peepy looked ethereal. Again, he had like the hair up. He was wearing like right, a satin right. jacket. I think this one was green. So good. And he just looked so beautiful. And next to him, Bilkin was just like looked plain because yeah. like how can you outshine Peepy? You can't is the answer. So sorry if you wanted to. Um, and then they had they started singing, and immediately. Bilkin opens his mouth and starts singing and you like forget PP is even there. Like this boy and his voice and his, he's got like, he is a natural born, like live performer. Like he can sing live and he has the charisma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, I love that the music is such an important part. Um, You know, I got to say, I do love the soundtrack songs, but my favorite sort of like, it's a world song is for sure. Bilkin and Tong bad boys. Because here's why I have such just like this horrible crush on Tong Bad Voice. It is so mind blowing how big so of a crush good. I have on him. So Tong, Tong Bad Voice, is that filmographer I was talking about earlier, who <laughs> I am just like so in awe of his work because I Which think he did so such funny. an amazing work on it. Yeah. He 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 again did the filmography. Right. 
and and he raps and he skateboards. He's so cool. And he's a photographer. I have so many feelings about Tong Bad Boys. But he and Bill can do the song together. And I'm going to say that one is my favorite, like, It's a World song. What's your favorite It's a World song? I think, I mean, all of them. Like, how do you even pick a favorite? It, all of them are so good. Yeah. I just listen to the music. I Going back to what you're talking about with the stage stuff, it's so cute to see them perform together because PP is so it – look, it, he looks like he's so insecure about his singing voice, which I love PP's voice. I think, I think his voice is so nice. Yeah. I think it's amazing. But I think he is insecure about it. And so when they're on stage together, just like the reassurance that Bilkin like subtly gives PP throughout a performance is just like – their dynamic is so precious and they have known each other for like since they were children or since they were like in I think early college and so it is just it is sweet to see their dynamic which I think is why it's a works so well is because they have a trust with each other that they can act off one another and not feel uncomfortable even though the scene allowed like needs for them to feel uncomfortable they can feel uncomfortable because they trust each other and because there's just this like camaraderie that it just is nice to see yeah i think i think that's why max tall are another couple that like there's just a trust and camaraderie outside of shows that really lends itself to the acting in these shows that just makes it another level that i really appreciate yeah so So good news um as we wrap up um some just last minute things is that uh if you are listening to this the day it came out the week it came out um good news i promised you the moon is currently airing um and I promise you the moon is season two of i told sunset about you so if you if you got here because you just watched it's a and you need more Bilkin and pp in your life i promise you the moon is currently airing i personally because i have so many feelings um and because i was literally still to this day i am still emotionally triggered thinking about it's a i will not be watching i promise you the moon until all of the episodes are out so that i can binge it all at once and i don't have to just like cry for a week wondering what's gonna happen Whereas I watched it on my phone on Vimeo the like day it came out because I had to be with these characters again and have watched the Safe Zone music video a thousand times. And it's so good. It's so good. So that being said, we will do another series Sunday for I Promised You the Moon uh, once we have both watched it and once it is fully out. So definitely come back for series Sundays. Awesome. This is so fun. So fun. Bye, guys.